Hello and welcome back to my podcast, She Speaks Freely, a podcast that explores the space between religion and spirituality as you follow me on my journey of losing my mind but finding my soul. And I know that that in itself is like, what is this girl talking about? But I know what it's like to be in between. I am a middle child and I'm a classic middle child that sort of misunderstood, um, has to find their own way or create their own way. I've always kind of been that way. And it's only recently that I have kind of come to terms with that and acceptance of myself and even acceptance of the space between religion and spirituality. And working with my mentor has helped me to see that it's okay to be in between. It's okay to not necessarily be all this or all that, um, but to have that sort of duality and to find where I belong doesn't mean I have to fit in in necessarily either category completely, but I can still belong. And where I find myself in between those two things or spaces uh, matters. Now, I thank you if you tuned into the first episode. And this episode today, I wanted to dive into uh, a little bit of self-love and it's not your average self-love talk. So just not even bear with me, but please uh, stay with me because I have lots to say about this and how it even relates to my name, my name Joy. Now this episode is called Me First. Now growing up in the church, uh, they like to use a lot of um, play on words for different things, you know, push, pray until something happens. Um, And with my name, Joy, it was said, Jesus first, other second, you last. And this was something that was talked or taught um, quite actively, I suppose, in the church and ingrained into me at a young age to put others before yourselves, love others as you love yourselves. But the only thing was that we weren't really taught how to actually love ourselves or about loving ourselves. We were taught that Jesus loved us, but also taught that we needed to love others almost at the expense of our own sake. I grew up with a lot of self-hate for myself and overextending myself uh, to make others happy, which began this sort of uh, pattern of people-pleasing. Now, it wasn't until I was probably in my 30s, and this is like after, I'm not sure if it was after divorce, but definitely after separation of when I started to realize, oh, I can create my life what I want it to be. And this is kind of new news to me. Maybe some people grow up thinking this, but for me, this is new, getting to kind of choose. And especially after being married to someone who their kind of opinion or their um, leadership trumped all, um, I had to march to the beat of their drum. So when I stopped listening to that drum beat, it was like, okay, what beat am I going to walk to now? What does that even look like? What does it look like to take care of myself? Now, I had started to work a job um, as a hairstylist. I was already a hairstylist, but I was done my maternity leave. And I worked this job for a couple years at this one place. And I remember coming home after being presented with a new contract. And from the boss's perspective, they were offering me something that they thought was good Um, maybe a slight raise, but it was more responsibility on my part for sure. And I remember nodding in this meeting of going, okay, okay, uh uh-huh, yep. And then I came home and I remember thinking to myself, is this even what I want? Is this even what I want? 
And I was like, no, I, it's almost the opposite. Like I had actually sworn to myself, no, I don't want to do that role more. That's very strenuous on me. And then I started to ask myself, okay, so what do I want? Now, this prompted a huge move for myself. Um, then I moved my daughter and myself to another um, city, uh, just starting fresh. But I had to choose myself over what uh, this employer wanted for me, um, what family wanted for me at the time. They didn't necessarily think it was a good idea to move to the city with a young child. But I just felt inside me, no, I need this. This is what I got to do. And I felt it so strong, probably one of the strongest pulls I felt. And looking back now, as this was years ago, I can see that that was a very um, monumental move for me, for me to stand on my own two feet and really choose my life. And I've leaned on a lot of family for support, but really choosing that, no, this is my path and I'm going to walk it out. And when I left that job, I disappointed that employer. She had kind of uh, felt it necessary to let me know that I was also letting down my clients and just different people, you know, and I just kind of, you know, I was like, okay, okay, you know, like this is just what I need to do. And it is more important to disappoint other people than it is to disappoint yourself. Now, even at the time, um, my daughter had some health issues before we had moved and when we had moved into our new home without even seeing a doctor, they instantly seized this particular issue. And I thought, wow, I didn't even realize how spun I was trying to please everyone around me. But the minute I chose myself and my daughter, like I was working evenings, all the evenings, all the weekends, I felt like I was having no time with her. And then I had to really stop and ask myself, is this the life I want to live? Is this the childhood I want to give her and when my answer was no I was like okay this is all on me nobody's going to give me the permission to choose myself this boss employer is not going to say you know what what's good for you you know I had to choose and say no this is what I'm going to choose I'm choosing me I'm choosing us to move forward and there can be some shame sometimes that tries to creep in when we do start to choose yourself. And sometimes that can be um, from ourselves, just from the programming we're used to, or it can be from outsiders. I had a situation where I was in need of some work, and um, but then I received a few different sort of side jobs, and then I was kind of full up. My plate was full again. But a friend had offered me, a friend of theirs wanted their hair done. And I had said, you know, actually, I'm too busy now. Like I actually can't take them on. And the person had made the comment to my friend, well, what kind of single mother turns down work? And I'll always remember this because it really made me check myself at where I was at. And I thought to myself, you know, what kind of single mom, the single mom that prioritizes her mental health, the single mom that prioritizes her child and doesn't feel like they have to spend or fill every waking moment in this hustle mode that's the kind of single mom that turns down an opportunity to make money because I'm choosing my mental health, my peace of mind, who I'm letting into my home. Those are things that I value and prioritize. And when I started on my life coaching journey and I started to make my hours more, choose what hours I was willing to give to hairstyling, where I was dividing my time and my energy 
And again, this invasive thought creep crept in one time. And I remember, and it was like, who do you think you are (laughs) as a single mom? And you're going to choose your hours and your lifestyle and work less. And like, who do you think you are? Was basically that little voice in my head. And if you've read um, the book, The Untethered Soul, you will know that Michael Singer talks about hearing that voice inside our heads, but also recognizing or being able to separate yourself from it. So even though there was that voice outside from different people saying, like, really? Or who do you think you are to do this? I was able to say no. And I consciously still choose to say, I choose me. And to do so without that shame, to detach myself from this shame of not being wrapped up in hustle culture and being okay with choosing me and letting the pieces fall. Because really, the world will continue on no matter who you disappoint. But at the end of the day, you're going to sleep with yourself. You're waking up with yourself and you're spending every waking moment with yourself. So to make your mind and your being that place, that home that you don't have to avoid, that you can come no matter what is on the table or what is going on. If you need that permission slip, this is it. Choose you. Be blessed.